You are listening to The Humans We Are with Carola, episode number 29. Hello there, humans. I really hope you're having an amazing day today. But let's not assume, so please take a moment now and turn your attention inward and notice what you notice. Is there any emotion or sensation present right now? You don't need to judge what you find, but just be aware. Is there anything that your physiology is trying to tell you? Maybe you need to go to the bathroom or take a sip of water or eat something. Or maybe you need to sigh or, or yawn. Sometimes we are just holding our breath and breathing really shallowly sometimes we're just holding tension in our jaw just notice if there's any stress or anxiety just notice it as a pattern of energy in and around your body that you don't need to solve for you just need to notice it for now that's it that's what being a human feels like for you right at this time When I coach my clients, I always start the session with this check-in because so many of us are very disconnected from our physiology. We are not used to notice what's going on. We are not very present or embodied. And it just takes a moment to acknowledge this human body that you are. If you are new to the show, first of all, welcome. You are in the right place if you want to start relating to yourself in a more loving, kind, and productive way so that you can get what you want in life, whether it's personal, professional, or both, with and for the whole of you and without burning yourself out. And if you're not new, welcome to another episode to The Humans We Are. I want to briefly mention that you can get a hold of me on my website, carolafortes.com, or via email, carola at carolafortes.com, or on Instagram, at fortescarola. So, a client asked me this question recently, and I've heard this before many times, but I had never done an episode about it, so here we go. She said, She said, so I am learning so much about my emotions and my mind and all these tools have been so helpful for me so far. And my husband, he's so stressed and I want to share with him what I'm learning because I know he needs to do some, some things differently and he really needs these, these tools to feel better. So how do I tell him? I don't want him to think that I am judging or criticizing him. So how do I get him to listen and do these things? So let me ask you first, have you thought something like that? And instead of your husband, it could be your mom, your child, your best friend, your sister, your boss, your mother-in-law. I have been there myself. I've gifted books, sent podcasts, YouTube videos, Instagram posts, and I've also told people, people that I love, that I think they're doing things wrong. And 
what they should do differently and all for their sake, of course. So let me first say that if you've been in the same boat, I know your heart is in a, in a good place. You want that other person to feel better, to suffer less. You are starting to see how sometimes we all create our own suffering and you can't wait to tell everyone what you are learning and how they are creating their own suffering too. If you have proactively tried to help already, and I am guessing that some of you may have, you know by now that it doesn't go over well most of the times. And if you haven't, it's really not hard to imagine how it's not really likely to be well received. Even further, many of us have also been on the receiving end of such a conversation, right? And if, if you're not open for that kind of feedback in that moment, you know that it doesn't feel good. And more importantly, it's, it's not very helpful to be told what you're doing wrong, especially when you're struggling. And especially if you were sharing that with someone that you trust and that you most likely just wanted to be comforted or supported by in a non-judgmental way. In order for that feedback to land and for the person receiving it to be able to take it in and really benefit from it, they need to be open and in a very specific frame of mind. When I was training to be a coach, I had to learn very quickly that you can't coach someone without their permission. And I know it can be very frustrating to witness someone that you love, that maybe they can't say no and they are overcommitted at work and they were already overcommitted to begin with. And maybe they are not prioritizing their self-care or, or they are staying in an unfulfilling relationship. Whatever other way that they are creating or allowing more suffering for themselves. As you know, humans tend to do. Or at least from your perspective, it looks like if only they did X or they didn't do Y, everything would be much easier for them and sometimes also for you. So the first thing that I want to invite you to consider is this. And let's take my client's example, where she was asking about how she could influence her husband to help him with the tools and the awareness she had been growing through this work so that he didn't feel so stressed and so he would ultimately suffer less. For you, it could be your mom, your child, your friend, etc. So I asked my client, why do you want him to be less stressed? Why do you want this person to suffer less? And at first, it can sound like a weird question, right? Like she's, she looked at me funny and she said, because I love him and I don't want him to feel bad, especially if I know how he could feel better. And I've been there so many times. You know, if you're a mom, this is so important to really understand. 
I've had this same conversation with clients about their kids so many times and with myself too. And it all boils down to this. We want the other person to feel better. Your partner, your child, your mom, your friend. You want them to feel better and suffer less because you feel bad when you see them suffer because you love them. And if it's your boss or someone where maybe you don't love them the same as you love a close friend or a loved one, you still want them to feel better because when they do, you feel better too. It's easier for us to feel better when those around you don't feel bad, especially the ones that you love the most. When the ones that you love the most are struggling, it is so much harder for us to feel good. But I'm not saying this to imply that you are being selfish. So let me explain a little more. When your spouse, your child, someone you care about is struggling, it's normal for humans, for normal humans actually, because we have empathy to feel bad too. That's a healthy thing. It's a sign that you are not a sociopath. So congratulations because you are a normal being. The issue is that we don't have enough capacity ourselves to hold our own discomfort, to just allow ourselves to be uncomfortable in the presence of their pain, of their struggle. And then we try to solve for our discomfort by changing the other person, by trying to help them feel better so we don't have to feel bad ourselves. But that means that you're conditioning your emotional well-being to the other person's well-being. And that's kind of unfair and it's definitely unhelpful. So my client looked at me and said, but how can I just sit there while he's struggling and how can I not intervene? That feels wrong and, and it feels kind of inhuman. And I think this is easier to understand when we reverse the roles for a little bit. So for example, if you think of a time when you are struggling and you share that with someone else that you love or maybe they just notice, we don't really need the other person to make us feel better. We just need them to be there with us. Because we feel bad, we want them just to accompany us. Not to make us feel better, but because we are feeling bad, because we are struggling. We want to be witnessed and accompanied in our struggles. We don't want to be fixed or changed to the version that the other person thinks would suffer less, even if they might be right. If you think about it, what you crave is that someone just sits there with you, alongside you, witnessing you, holding space for your experience, for your pain, and that they just love you and accept you. You don't want someone to try and fix you and tell you what you need to do different so that you feel better already, right? 
This is the human experience. It has everything, the pleasant and the unpleasant. And we are all supposed to experience all of it. The pain and the joy, the stress and the calm, the frustration and the flow, everything. So my client really wanted to know, can you influence other people? Can you help them? And the answer is, of course. And here's what I share with my clients. And I'm going to share with you four main points. So number one is accepting that pain is a normal human experience, both for them and for you. And especially when you see someone you love suffer, you don't want to be immune or not care about their suffering. But that doesn't mean that you need to fix them. You it doesn't mean that you need them to feel better in order to feel better yourself. You need to accept that it's painful to see your spouse, your child, a loved one struggle and that it's their normal human experience. They have a right to have it all. Remind yourself that you don't need them to change. Don't put on them the burden to feel better quickly so that you can get relief too. Especially when it comes to your children, they will struggle and that's a normal part of their, their human life and it will be painful for you and that's a normal part of motherhood. I did an episode recently on emotional capacity, it's number 27 and if you haven't listened to it yet, I recommend you do because the more emotional capacity you build, the less you will feel a need to change and control others to get relief from your unpleasant emotions. Number two, you can always share what you have learned and what has helped you. But be careful not to try to coach someone without their consent because that never goes well. And also watch your expectations when you share what what you have learned and what has helped you because the other person may or may not be ready to hear it or they may or may not use your advice the way you expect them to and that's okay they have a right to do so and number three everyone is on their own journey and on their own timeline they may or may not be at a point where they can hear what you have to offer and that's fine it's not better or worse wherever they are it's perfect and right on time for them and lastly number four and probably the most important point to this issue and it's this the best gift you can give others is your own well-being and your own happiness. Gandhi put this best when he said, be the change you want to see in the world. Don't underestimate the impact of just working on yourself. You don't even need to say anything to anyone. Because when you show up happier, when you are less stressed, less reactive, when you are more calm and joyful, People will notice and some of them will ask you about it. They will want to know what you're doing. 
they will want to know what podcast you're listening to, wink, wink. And they'll ask for advice. And then you have their permission. And they will be open to hear what you have to offer. And when it comes to your kids, they're learning to be humans by imitating you. They do as you do and be as you be, not as you say. So really the best way to influence them is by being the example you want them to follow. All right, if you're ready to start doing this work yourself and you'd like me to help you, the best way to start is to schedule a free consult, which is simply a one-hour conversation where you tell me what you want to create, what you want to change or achieve in your life, And from there, we decide if working together is the right next step for you. Either way, the conversation in and of itself is super helpful. And it helps you get really clear on what you really want and what are the obstacles in your way and what you need to do to overcome them. So how do you book it? Is by going to carolafuertes.com slash consult or you can also email me at carola at carolafuertes.com. So I would also recommend that if you don't find a time that works for you or that is happening soon within the next week or two weeks, by all means, email me and we will figure it out. If you want to find out more before you book it, you can always visit my website, carolafuertes.com. And while you are there, I recommend you sign up for Friday Freedom, which is my weekly newsletter that I send out every Friday. So you can receive a, a short and sweet note from me to help you transition more intentionally into your weekend. And also if there are any new offers or any news that I think might interest you, I will also share them with my subscribers first, always. If you want to support this show, honest reviews are always the best way to do so. And I will be so grateful if you do that. I will also shout you out in a future episode. Just like I want to do today, I want to thank a listener who left a review on Apple Podcasts with the title Comforting, Practical and Exciting. She says, I have been fortunate to coach with Carola in the past and was so glad to find her podcast. She covers topics in a relatable way and breaks them down so that they are easy to understand, giving you a grounding to start understanding some of the things you may struggle with and to start taking steps to change things you dislike. Doing so will help you revolutionize your life and go after your dreams. Her voice is so soothing and kind and she bases her episodes on observations arising from her daily life, making each one feel like a chat with a friend rather than an abstract lesson. Thank you so much, Sophia. I truly appreciate your kind review. If you leave a review like she did, please pick me on social media or via email and let me know. As for some reason, sometimes I don't see them and I really want to show you out if you take the time to do so. 
If you want to interact, I'm usually on Instagram at Fortescarola. And if you have any comments, any suggestions for topics to cover or feedback of any kind that you'd like to get to me, you can email carola at carolafortes.com or DM me at Fortescarola on Instagram. I love the interaction. I've said this before, podcasts can get pretty lonely. And whenever I hear from some of you, it is so uh, reassuring and nice and fun. Okay, I will be back next week. In the meantime, check in with yourself at least once a day and notice what is present for you. You don't need to change anything as everything that you find is a normal part of this human experience and you were made to feel it. That's all for now, my lovely humans. Bye-bye.